I forgot that the computer says that you guys can't hear it. But anyway, welcome to directly <laughs> you with Fanatics Four podcast. We're Fanatics Four. I'm AJ Fanatics Four. I'm joined by Parker Fanatics Four. You can support yep. Fanatics Four and us by going to youtubecom Fanatics Four, twitchtv Fanatics Four, and giving four dollars and ninety nine cents. Or if you have Amazon Prime, you can give us Jeff Bezos's four dollars and ninety nine cents by linking your Amazon account to your Twitch account and giving us Prime Gaming subscription. You got to renew it every month. It's very stupid, but it's worth. You can also give it to any other streamer, like, you know, Bob Wolf, you know, he's cool. Dan Seibert, Scoop. I'll be playing Mario Kart. I mean, Mario Kart. Mario, I'm never playing Mario Kart again. Um, I'll be playing Mario Golf. You already missed it, though. Mario Kart 9 comes out, and you're just like, tonight. never touching it. No, I'm just never touching Mario Kart. I'm done with Mario Kart 8. I'm done. I've had enough. (laughs) I've had enough. (laughs) Um, But anyway, you missed it, but you should go to our Twitch account and follow. So you mm-hmm. don't miss next time we play a new video game. Also, you can join our Discord. It's linked in the description. You get benefits if you're a Twitch uh, subscriber or YouTube member. You know, you get loads mm-hmm. of badges. You get emotes. You get free Switch keys from time to time. You get gaming time with us. You have access to the supporters on our Discord. It's a great time. We play Pokemon sometimes. play Smash Brothers sometimes. We play other games whenever it makes sense, you know? And also, people talk. Mm-hmm. good time it's fun also you Accurate. could do- join our discord for the free yeah. and just talking to other chats oh yeah also if you're supporting you can suggest pokemon names for whenever i feel like playing a nuzlocke again or any other i feel like when brilliant diamond and shiny pearl come out that'll be a, a fun one to do it with comparatively yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. True. Anyway, what video games are you playing? Playing video games? I saw you tweet a video game that you... I did. I played some video games. I uh, Side note, it's some life update things. Our daughter just got her vaccinations today, her two-month vaccines. Um, so if you hear some extra crying, it's probably me. But it might also be <laughs> our daughter in the other room because she's having a hard time. Um, so that's sad. But yeah, video games, actually playing a game that's not a video game, finally got back to D&D with my, uh, with my friends for the first time this week, who I think I've said it on here before, but my pediatrician who I saw today is also my dungeon master in D&D. So that's a fun little... That oh, did I not? <laughs> I it's a fun that. time. I like, I, I knew he was in the medical profession and i knew he worked with kids but never quite put two and two together that he's just straight up a a pediatrician like Mm -hmm. a pediatrician um so when we were uh we went down to florida adopted ezra and we knew we were gonna have to drive back and the day before we drove but the day before we were driving back ashley looked up um, how to have keep your baby comfortable in a long car ride and found an article that said, if you have your baby in the car for longer than an hour at a time or two hours in 24 hour period, you know, go jump off a bridge or something like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, never, never do that. And we were like, we, we have a nine hour car drive ahead of us. Like, what do we do? And so we were freaking out. We're like, do we try to figure out a plane or something? I was like, ah, no, like that's not going to be any better. Cause we'll have a layover. Cause it's last minute. Ugh. So we just called our friend, Sam, who again, didn't realize he was fully a pediatrician at the time called Sam. And we were like, what's the truth? And he was like, um, I legit, legitimately, <laughs> literally legitimately have no idea where it pulled that number from. Like, as long as she stretches every two to three hours, you're good. Um, so yeah, then we drove back and just took a lot more breaks and everything was fine. Uh, and then from then on, 
we started um, seeing him as our pediatrician. We're like, and he's great. But yeah, so we've been playing D&D again. That's fun. That's game things, but not video game things. We're starting out with the tangent, kicking it right off. Otherwise, I <laughs> life is game, dude. <laughs> life is. Oh man, um, a couple of things. Uh, some of the more low key ones. I back ah, into that. Game, I did. Every time somebody says it now, like <laughs> yeah, being low key, I'm like, it's it's a Marvel pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played a little bit more Monster Hunter Rise and went and, and like did some monster hunts and stuff, and I feel like kind of. I upgraded armor for the first time ever or upgraded equipment or whatever. And I feel like I'm starting to actually understand the loop now. Like, so that's fun. So I'll be playing some more of that. Um, but the other big one is last night, yesterday, got a code. Thank you very much for uh, Tony Hawk pro skater one and two on the switch. And it's great. I'm having oh, a real good time. Yeah. And like, it's, it does the thing that we've talked about before with, with like crash and Spyro where, um, I was playing it and Ashley was like, oh, I just thought you were playing the original Tony Hawk, which, you know, in knowing video game things, like <laughs> it doesn't look like that, but it's like such a good recreation that mm-hmm. it just feels like, oh, this is what Tony Hawk, we thought Tony yeah, Hawk this looked is like what at it the looks time. like in my mind yes. when I think about it. <laughs> and then you go back and look at it and you're like, oh, that was rough. <laughs> like what even is happening on screen? Um, but yeah, it, you know, it doesn't look as good as the other versions, but if you didn't have the other versions to compare against and if you yeah. aren't looking like for perfect realism or whatever, like it looks great. I think, you know, um, and just in general, like it's, it's such a fun game. Like, yeah, it, it's really, really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I've only played a couple hours of it so far, but I, I'd forgotten kind of that, like when you play the levels, you just have a two minute time limit mm-hmm. to do whatever things you can get done in two minutes. And when I like started playing the first level, the first time, yesterday i was like man that kind of sucks like i'd love to go around and you know play longer explore something like that and i'm totally wrong that's true but like it definitely is set up right by doing it for just two minutes so that you feel like you did just barely not enough or like Mm -hmm. you know you just ran out of time next time exactly yeah so like otherwise i would go in there collect all the collectibles in the you know, unlimited amount of time that I have one time and then leave never again. (laughs) So it's, uh, yeah, it just does a good job of like being kind of an addictive gameplay loop that, um, that I'm having a fun time with. The only thing I'll say that's a bit odd is it's like got character creation things and all that, but it's the menus feel super buried. Like there's so many things in the menus with like, unlockables and all that that's just cosmetics and is great probably there's pay or um there's microtransaction ones i don't know i haven't noticed them if so but the um but yeah finding like even just to pick a different character it i couldn't find it for a while like it i had to look around just to be like can i be rodney mullen like is that a thing (laughs) um and you can i i guess but uh you guessed it. You, I, instead, you I didn't pick Rodney Mullen. No, I found the creative character and I, I made April Ludgate from Parks and Recreation and I'm playing as April Ludgate, but I forgot to switch her voice sample. So it's like a deep guy's voice. And it's, <laughs> it's um Audrey, uh, Aubrey Plaza, if you know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which isn't quite 
you know, doesn't totally match up. So all that to say, 20 hour pro skater one or two on the switch is yeah. If, if you think you'll enjoy it, then you, you will enjoy it. It's worth it. How much is it? Is it 40 or 60? Not sure. I probably, it probably won't tell me because now I've got yeah, it yeah, downloaded. $40, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Tony Hawk Switch. Um, yes, Best Buy. Yep, it's forty dollars. Yeah, so for forty, I mean that's that's great. And there's a lot of like challenges and stuff to like if you want extra content, you know, like there's the regular achievable like things that you're supposed to do in the in the games to unlock things but then there's like extra ones that they threw in there as well so i'm having a good time yeah i'll be playing it some more um and i'll update my thoughts but i'm pretty sure they're just gonna be more of the same <laughs> so i uh say tony hawk is still tony hawk it he sure is yeah i mean you know, i the the main thing for me with games like that content wise is that like we can always throw it in a like the best third party games yeah. to, to play on switch in 2021. So expect to hear more about it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the thing, I mean, if it's something that people would watch and I don't know, there's a surprising number of skateboarding games coming out specifically this year. Like Skatebird is finally coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk on the switch this year, Ollie Ollie world is supposed to be, but I think not till December and probably it'll get delayed. I don't know, but like there's a growing number of skating games. So it'd be fun to just like, just talk about all the skating games like pros and cons or whatever. So don't know if anybody would watch it, but I had, I would have fun making it. So that's something. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm playing. What about you, man? I'm playing super smash brothers. Ultimate. You've <laughs> got to be kidding me. It's, it's a game, dude. It's very good. Very good game. True. Um, I got this new monitor, which has way better fresh time than my old TV. Does it change so. how you play it all? It just makes it feel slightly better <laughs> nice. um, because like stuff that is supposed to come out at a certain point comes out just that much a little bit faster. So it's yeah. like, it's great. It's a good time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but still doing the, the, like the other account where I'm just racking up GSP, <laughs> seeing how high <laughs> I can go right now. I'm at like nine point nine point nine with Pokemon trainer, like 9.7. Mm-hmm. with uh with min min so and th- technically that number is supposed to mean that's how many people are like you're better than nine million yeah. 9.9 million players or whatever but um, it's meaningless yeah because <laughs> because it's like it's not like it's a set it's not like a leaderboard sort of thing where it's like yeah. oh you won this match and you passed freaking yeah. number forty two thousand or whatever mm-hmm. it's like you get an arbitrary amount of points or lose an arbitrary amount of points yeah. when you win or lose. Yeah. Um, and that's what it is. And um, like and- somebody that got a top rank in the like second day or whatever of the game and then never logged in again, theoretically, they keep moving up that list. So they could have like, yeah. they're, they're, they probably still fell relatively. Like they're probably uh-huh. not where gotcha. they were at in terms of like, this is the highest score or whatever, but it does mm-hmm. like adjust. It does yeah. say like, Ah, you haven't played for a while, but like, like um, my Pokemon trainer and my Min Min um, mm-hmm. GSP, even though I haven't touched it on my main account in a mm-hmm. long time, it's still nine point something million, even yeah. though they were at like eight something 
when I originally yeah. was like, they're the same. Can't touch them anymore. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's that. Also, yeah. I was playing Breath of the Wild a little bit mm-hmm. um, because Classic. I remember there's DLC stuff I didn't do. So I like oh, nice. went and did. Which of the DLC stuff was it? Um, I didn't finish the Master Sword stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you I finished it now? The, uh, no, I'm on the last one. Um, I got the warp medallion thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And there's like other stuff like that, like the items that you you get with yeah. the DLC that you have to go and find. And all that stuff. I didn't do that yet. Um, so I'll probably... Did you do the the first part of the second dlc the one with the like that weird the one hit ko thing Uh uh-huh yeah Yeah. yep i did that i really enjoyed that i know some people thought it was really dumb but i liked it a lot i like doing i like stuff like that in breath of the wild Mm -hmm. like even tied yes exactly fun um i was streaming that and mm-hmm. youth was like and trev people in chat were like don't do it it's hell and i'm like that's the fun part that's why it's fun because <laughs> like it makes you be creative like, again you know yeah the far, the farther you get in breath of the wild the more to me anyway it loses its appeal where it's like yeah. this is easy like i'm not I, there's no real friction here anymore yeah. and even todd just resets that it's just mm-hmm. like all right friction's back <laughs> yeah i mean you can just go in and just wail on stuff and that's i think why some people didn't like the the one hit KO item thing was yeah. because at that point, maybe they would go in and like you, you know, just like do hand to hand combat with like strong swords and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, on the other hand, just enjoy the more stealthy gameplay of it. So it was just yeah. fun to, to be rewarded for playing that way and like sneaking around and whatever. And there were times where it was like legitimately hard to do that. Like some of the camps were set up pretty well for stealthy stuff and other ones are not, but yeah, it's just fun. And like that's the other thing. Like, I don't even I wouldn't even say that I play stealthy. I just like am aggressive with every other tool. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> yeah. need a weapon to kill you. Uh-huh. I'll just use yeah, my right. runes. <laughs> like yeah. I'll just freaking like stasis rune you, put both of the bombs next to your body, blow them mm-hmm. both up by the time the stasis is done and you're dead. Like, <laughs> like stuff like that, or I'm gonna yeet a rock at you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I have fun doing stuff like that. I don't remember who it was, but apparently last, I'm going to go check the comments. Um, apparently last week on the podcast, we said yeet a lot and somebody what pointed out counter. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I'll find that in the meantime, but yeah, that's man. Breath of the wild. The game's fun, it's just a good time. Um, wild two coming out 2023. Cause it was Tundex says, I both Tundex said I both love and hate how much y'all say yeet in this video. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, it's an emote. We can't not say yeet, man. Yeah, That's come on. What are you gonna do? Oh, <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah, man. First of all, I also I downloaded the demo for um, uh, Monster Hunter Stories too, but I haven't played it yet because I, I just haven't had time. Even a thing. Yeah, but it comes out today. Oh, so well, I'll, I mean, the demo came out today, rather. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll play it. Maybe report back next week on that. Um, if not, just check Twitter. What even is the demo? Is it like the first however th- many hours? I think or? so, and it carries over. I'm pretty if sure it's that. Then I might play it. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I might get bored. And that I mean that'll tell me if I need to play the. Yeah, exactly. Game. But either uh-huh. way, I'm probably just going to download your game and play. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, I think that's everything I'm playing. The other, other thing. Than- 
that I was playing a little bit. I was supposed yeah. to freaking play it with Scoop, but like he's being Scoop. Uh, Pokemon Unite has beta in Japan. Oh yeah, um, I've gotten cool. into it. Like nice. uh, it's like I I don't completely get it because it's like I haven't gotten to play with like a team where it's like oh they're going over there and they're doing that thing so go right. get them and blah, blah blah. But like I get it. It makes mm-hmm. sense. The evolution, like being a mechanic, is a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I still think it's kind of weird that like type effectiveness isn't really a thing. I feel like that oh, isn't game, okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would make the game even more like strategy heavy and yeah, and, and unique uh, in a world of MOBAs too. Mm-hmm. Like, because yep. like yeah. I'll uh, I'll be battling like I'm freaking Charizard or Charmeleon more often than not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's like a core fish or whatever. And I'm like, oh shoot, he's gonna kill me. And then he hit me. And I'm like, that that did nothing. You you did nothing. And then yeah. I hit him with flamethrower and he's dead. Uh, yeah. but also it's all in Japanese. So I'm like, I spent like a long time being like, yo, what are the I know there's other attacks. What are the wow, <laughs> how? What do I do? And what do they do? Uh-huh. Like I see uh the different versions of a fire attack. I don't know what its effect is because I can't read Japanese um so i'll probably mm-hmm. get more into it and stream it and stuff like that once it's actually out but and in english that's also yeah exactly that's also sort of dependent on if i could find some more people to play with like i don't think mm-hmm. i necessarily need a full team to mm-hmm. have fun um but it'll definitely be fun with like at least like two more people can you do that just like team up with one or two other people and then yeah, get and then randos like in the rest okay. yeah yeah i mean that 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 could definitely work i feel like I don't know enough about MOBAs to know strategy and stuff, but I, I know s- nothing. This is the first time. I the assumption is the life. opposing <laughs> team isn't always going to be an organized group. If I, like more likely than not, it's going to be a bunch of randos working together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, probably you'd be in a good position just having a couple people even together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, that is weird about the type effectiveness thing though. Cause like, yeah, again, it would, it just would make it more Pokemon. And also then sh- you would have to, well, and I guess this is a like fill out your pro team. and con. Yeah. yeah, get the team more. You know, like we need more type coverage. Yes. <laughs> uh, like we're we're too weak to ice types. We're going to get <laughs> after. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but then again, you know, like, yeah, I mean, but that's a thing in regular mobas, not not for um, elements, but for having like a tank and a healer and all that yeah, kind of thing. Well, that, so that like, part of it is in the game. Like there's, gotcha. there's like attack and defense and mm-hmm. speed or whatever. There's yep. like classes in that way. Yeah. But I don't know, like, it just seems like they're trying to keep it as you know, mm-hmm. like simple as possible. It's like a Pokemon game. So it's yeah. like, we're a, we're a MOBA, but not really, you know, mm-hmm. like how Pokemon is like, it's an RPG, but kind of not really. <laughs> yeah. Like the complicated part of Pokemon is like when you're not playing the RPG aspect yeah. of it in the same way. Anyway, it's like competitive is complicated because people are more complicated. Um, yeah. But playing through the game is very simple. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Super effective and, and just blow through it. <laughs> like nice yeah so those are some games we were playing um and then there's uh the game of the day mario golf super sure. have you played any of it i played two i downloaded your copy first um and i played about 10 minutes of the adventure mode 
which means I didn't get into any of the actual gameplay parts. So no, um, pretty much no. I played none because okay. I assumed that. Cool. I mean, I think Jackson is streaming it now. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be annoying because, you know, freaking Scoot, man, being Scoot. <laughs> um, I know for a fact that Bob is not touching this game until the stream starts. Um, uh-huh. And potentially the same for Dan, I would assume. You know, he's like in Adobe or mm-hmm. something. Um, so like, since the majority of us are not touching the game, I was like, all right, I'm not going to play the game either. Cause I, yeah. I don't feel like that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't play it yet. I saw reviews for it and people being like, man, this game, it's too repetitive. I'm, I get bored of this game. I can't play this game forever. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I, I look at these Mario sports games as mm-hmm. like board games. Yeah, um, right. Where it's like I'm not, and I know there's obviously people that play board games religiously in that way. But for me, it's like it's worth the purchase as long as there is a, an opportunity every once in a while to be like, "Yo, you want to play Mario Golf? Sit, yeah. let's play Mario Golf." <laughs> you know, like so. So just as long as it's fun to play at mm-hmm. all, I'm down. I don't need to be playing it for the rest of my life. I have other games yeah. I can do that with. I think the only thing that'll be um, that's interesting with these kinds of games is like party games kind of lower this the skill floor to where like anybody can play Mario Party and like you you're, you can be better at some of the mini games of Mario Party obviously but like in terms of it's not like you're gonna steamroll people because like oh I, I play Mario Party mm-hmm. whereas like with Mario Kart there's some stuff to kind of level the playing field for sure but definitely if you're just better at Mario Kart. Like if you played Mario Kart and then had a friend over that just very rarely plays games, like you're going to win all the time. Yeah. So like, that's always a bit tricky. And then especially with this, like I remember playing Mario tennis with, um, with some friends that came over and I had, you know, beat the whole story mode and like played a bunch and was pretty good at it. So it, it is always a little bit difficult. Like you kind of have to make sure to, it's going to be the most fun with people of your own skill level or mm. just have people be okay with like, you're not going to be as good as me, but we're going to have a good time or whatever. Um, so that's always the interesting thing with the multiplayer. Do you know, uh, cause for some reason I missed this in the reviews. I know that the speed golf part is only two player on a system. Um, even though you can have four player across two systems mm-hmm. is, are the other modes, I think battle golf is probably the same, but like regular golf mode, can you do four player? The reviews that I watched didn't talk about that mm, at gotcha. all. <laughs> <They're pretty much laughs> yeah, like, same. They were just like story mode. Uh, it's disappointing because I can't play it for 30 hours. Um, uh, I actually did see people golf. say that they were pretty happy with the story mode mm-hmm. comparatively. So that's, I'm comparatively glad about that. Comparatively to... To Mario Tennis at least. Okay. Like uh, that it's, <laughs> and like I... I same here of just like looking at it like i haven't played it at all to I know know. About and like, like it even, sounds like even the stuff that they talked about in the directs that i stopped paying attention yeah. <laughs> the second that they were like mario golf i was like all right i can turn my <laughs> brain off now <laughs> yeah so i mean like i'm i'm definitely going to enjoy playing um the the single player mode because it i don't know seems like you know it's a i think they said it's like a six to ten hour campaign or something like that which is Mm -hmm. i'm down with that it's it's definitely not going to be as like that's not its main focus so Mm -hmm. if that compared to like um golf story for example like golf story is a better single player golf game for sure that's just what it's built around um but it sounds like if it's even comparable 
then like, that's probably pretty good. Um, even if it does get repetitive, which it sounds like it does, but like, it's also golf. So like, it's maybe to be yeah, expected. Golf, not. <laughs> uh, it does look like it does support up to four players in general. So I bet like standard golf modes, you get up to four players and it's just the speed golf modes that, uh, that you don't. Oh, so wait, you can't do, uh, were you saying that it's like, so like speed uh, golf and battle Smash golf used to be on the Wii U where it's like two people can be on a system to play two more people on the, on another system online or okay. I or local multiplayer more. or whatever. Oh, yeah. So even local, it's only two players. So it's yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like if you and I, um, uh, yeah, I think so. So locally, like if you came over to the house, then like you and I could play speed golf together. And right. if Ashley wanted to join, she would need another switch another, so, okay, to yeah, facilitate. No. So, player so it's freedom. not like, cause how like smash does mm-hmm. it um, locally, you can do like online multiplayer outside mm-hmm. of arenas anyway, with two I know people what you're talking about. on a system and then uh-huh. two more people can play on other system for online modes uh-huh. but locally obviously you can play you can Smash do four players or whatever yeah <laughs> and so that's the thing that's that's not there here um which yeah i mean you know that's definitely a shame um so i don't know how much of a shame like again for me, this is the opposite for you where like, I'm more liable to just play it single player and like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, maybe I'll have some friends that would be like, Oh, it'd be fun to play that, but probably not. I don't know. Um, I so, might play through we'll the campaign. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on how much fun I have with the game. I doubt it. I feel like this is going to be mostly like a people thing. Where mm-hmm. It's like me and Bob might play it. Cause yeah. he likes golf games in an inordinate amount. <laughs> um, so, you know. It is fun. like, again, one of the things I'm excited about compared to Mario tennis is that the adventure mode, like you actually level up your character in a more, like you get to choose where you put points and stuff. And apparently it's one of those where like, if you put a lot of points in one area, it'll actually diminish them in another area, which mm-hmm. pretty sure same thing was true of like Mario tennis on the game boy and golf story and other things like that. Um, so I do wonder, it'd be interesting to like play a normal playthrough and then play another playthrough where you just like completely min-max one character where they have just terrible something. I don't know what, but terrible like <laughs> speed or whatever, but the in, like insane power so they can like hit it all the way. I don't know. That kind of thing would be fun or like no control. But... Video. <laughs> Honestly, that would be, that's fun. Um, yeah. Did I ever say on here? I can't remember. I, I pointed it out on Twitter. You remember the idea that I had yeah. that I mentioned to MDB? That one, the Pokemon somebody, video? Yeah, and then somebody did it. Somebody else did it. I'm like, man, I conspiracy theory or not, I still <laughs> wonder like if the person saw that because like the timing worked out exactly to where it's like they could have just seen that post and been like, oh, I could make that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. It's just funny. Um. So here's a question. This is from the Q&A segment, but I pulled it up. Um, Chad Dominique asks, a question I have for you is, what do you think of Nintendo's current release strategy of making a game and supporting it afterwards with additional content and updates? While post-launch support is something I enjoy, and some of their titles like Mario Tennis Aces, Super Mario Party, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and now Super Mario Golf felt a bit hollow and incomplete when they first launched. This is a trend I have mixed feelings about as I'd prefer they front load the games with more content, even if it takes longer to develop. Um, 
I don't know. I I feel like it it depends on when the games come out. It like that was like more apparent with games like Splatoon, where it's like the game mm-hmm. came out the, the beginning of Switch's life cycle. And it's like, man, like I'm bored of the content that's here. Uh-huh. Nothing else to play. Rip. Maybe I'll go back to arms or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I almost prefer for games like this anyway to have less stuff so I can be like, all right. I have my fill of this content that's currently <laughs> here. I'm going to play something else. And then new content comes out and then I jump back. And it's sort of like a less intense version of like the smash trajectory for me, where mm-hmm. it's like the second that I'm starting to be like, eh, I'll play more of other things more often. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, but Kazooie is coming out Monday. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I, gotta, I guess I got to learn how to fight him now. Um, so mm-hmm. like if they can like strike that balance and it's like, a decent amount of the stuff to like get me into the game when it comes out and then i have enough and then i come back later when new stuff comes out i'm fine yeah i think for me i don't prefer it i mean that's for sure mm-hmm. um i and i struggle a little bit to think what the ultimate benefit is with some of these like with smash it makes sense it's dlc fighters they're getting money for them and it's it, like with smash also there was just a wealth of of stuff from the get-go so like that's not even part of the conversation um but like with mario tennis aces like i don't I know see the benefit of it i mean they just get it, to talk it, about it longer yeah because it, it, it eventizes the game like yeah. it, it makes the game more exciting for longer because like yeah. even if the game has the same amount of, um, like uh let's say mario tennis aces day one launched with all the content that it ever got mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people would still talk about it for the same amount of time it would still be like a right. moment it would still be like maybe we're playing it for a month but this mm-hmm. way they can release a character trailer and it's like, yeah. oh, shoot, Pauline's in the game now, <laughs> you know? So like, even yeah. if it's like for another week, that's still a month away from where we would have been talking about it before, you yeah. know? Um, and I have a hard time deciding whether, which I think is better. Like if they're going to be doing that, would I rather kind of what happened with Mario Tennis Aces where like, well, um, the things that they add are things that are, or actually Animal Crossing being a better example. The things that they add are a benefit to the people that are still playing, but Mm. it's not going to get somebody back in the door. Would I rather that? Or would I rather things where they do get me back in the door and then I, you know, want to play more, but then that like kind of makes it feel like, oh, there wasn't, like it was missing this at launch. Like, I don't feel that way about Animal Crossing personally. I don't feel like it was missing things at launch other than literal things that are just not in there that people know about like if we Mm -hmm. didn't know about brewsters and we didn't know about these other things from the other games i don't think anybody would which even then i don't think that it's something that's missing because like if it wasn't in the original project plan and then they were like oh we can add this (laughs) yeah exactly it doesn't feel like the game for animal crossing specifically it doesn't feel like the game was inherently worse off for those in Mm -hmm. my opinion um but there are definitely some games where it's like man this kind of felt a little it felt empty and then if they add that later down the road yeah i don't know if i feel better about it because like yeah now i can finally go back and play it or it's like well i would have rather just had the full experience at the beginning um i don't know i I think it depends on what type of game it is yeah a game like this where the multiplayer is like 
the point mm -hmm. um, of the game. Like, sure, again, the, like the campaign's there and there's going to be people that play it for that. Yeah. Um, but the point of a party game is to yeah. play it with people. Yeah. Um, so like a game like this where it's like, oh, it's a new thing that we can all try out. You know, like yeah. I think that that works uh, for yep. that format because it's not a game that they're releasing expecting you to play it for to play almost the way that people played animal crossing where it's mm -hmm. like oh this game's out this is all i'm playing and i'm playing yeah. it for 250 hours and i'm never touching it anymore. right <laughs> like they want you to play it for 250 hours but they want you to play it for 250 hours across 10 years or whatever right like, yeah um that's why smash brothers has like challenges and they're like they seem like crazy stuff because it's like mm -hmm. you're supposed to just casually chip away at these it's supposed to be like oh shoot i did the thing you know yeah. it's not like going down a list and there which is 100 percent how i did it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember like the second time i was on the podcast it was you me and logan and i was saying like yeah i've been playing smash i'm just going through the challenges trying to knock them all out or whatever mm. like and yeah we i think like never even looked at that <laughs> like, yeah, it's I mean, yeah, totally. There's there's just games that are that Nintendo intends and like definitely bills as multiplayer games that I personally and other people as well play as single player games. And like the mechanics are enough that you can play it like if you're playing it with other people as a multiplayer experience, you can play it for a long time like mm -hmm. that, you know. But if you're playing it by yourself, like I do, then it does run out of content pretty quickly. The tricky thing is some of these are franchises that were primarily single player franchises back in the day. Mm -hmm. So it's easy, I think, in my uh, in my shoes to try to compare it to that and be like, oh, well, it, it's it, it's a single player franchise. Look at the first game, like look at Mario mm -hmm. Tennis on whatever, like that's, you know, a single player game. That's how it works. Um, but obviously there's some of those that Nintendo has just like grown sees differently yeah, they, now yeah, than they, how it used to be there were single player until they figured out that they didn't have to be like animal crossing yeah, animal crossing right. was a game that was like it was a single player thing but now mm -hmm. it's a lot more of a like community based thing and, yeah. like, people are and pokemon same kind of thing where yeah. like it was, pokemon was always multiplayer. you know the there was multiplayer in terms of like battles and stuff like that but it definitely was like also an trading. additional like thing Pokemon that yes, was right. always promoted as a multiplayer game it was just uh -huh. easier to play by yourself if all you did was have the other game yeah you know? right like, exactly then you could play like a single player game if you bought both mm -hmm. um but the intent was always like buy one and then your friend uh -huh. he has the other one and you could trade and you could battle with the pokemon you trade and you mm -hmm. know uh, yeah. yeah so i think i mean my opinion of it is like i mean and comparatively though ah, honestly maybe even similarly because um kirby star allies is which i just realized now i say kirby star allies but like probably there's some people that say kirby star allies and that's a funny thing just like I say both. Any it case. depends on like it, it's <laughs> annoying talking about it like in videos and stuff i'm like yeah. oh my god I hate which it. one I do i say i just say kirby star allies 40 different ways and just freaking uh, that's so funny <laughs> but like I was going to say that's obviously a single player game that they were adding stuff to, but kind of not like they were definitely, I mean, it, it is, but they also were very much advertising the fact that like, this is like a multiplayer game and like, you should be playing it with other people. So mm -hmm. having the rollout it was probably to incentivize you playing it with other people more or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now your friend could be Meta Knight. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Edgy one. <laughs> So yeah, it seems like that's definitely a, um, 
a key factor there with all that. And so, yeah, with Mario Golf, like I wonder um, how robust any of the things they add are going to be, but I'd mostly expect just new characters and just yeah, some more courses down the road. Kong in it. The, the nice thing is that like, um, whereas with tennis, the um, additional, there's no real such thing as additional courses. Like that's just yeah, not yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you know, like, like you can need more courses. Yeah. Uh, like, so like what, how much courses? like six or something? I like think that? it's got six. Yeah. Big ones. And I think it's got some like battle courses and some additional things like that. But, but that is nice that like the actual content of it for like, again, yeah, for tennis, the content is, is the gameplay itself and like some challenges maybe, and like some opponents. And so you, by adding in other people, you kind of add those in, but, um, but there's not the same thing as, as in Mario golf, where you can be like, here's a level and you can add a level and that's just new gameplay in and of mm-hmm. itself. Um, so that'll be good. But we'll see. I'm down. Mario golf is Mario golf. Dude. I don't, I don't <laughs> need the craziest experience. Out of Mario golf. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and like most of the reviews seem like they're like, yeah, it's good. Like, yeah, it's Mario Golf, dude. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know, you know. What I just think that, like, this is another place where the the folly of scoring reviews comes through. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, it's Mario Golf. Translates usually to like it's a six, maybe a seven. You uh-huh, know? Like, uh-huh. and that, that just makes the game seem like it's bad, but it's just, mm-hmm. ah, it's the game again, <laughs> which yep. is fine for a game like this. Yep. Like, I'm not expecting game of the year level stuff from Mario mm-hmm. Golf. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it, it's a yeah. golf game. I mean, especially, yeah, a lot of that, like, sure, you could do a really ambitious game, but to some degree, there's, I remember, I probably said this on here before, but if so, it's been a while. Um, in, I took a songwriting class in college, um, and one of the things that stuck with me the most was the teacher talking about the fact that like, say song, like I rate songs, a one to five, uh, my one or like a five for me means probably it's kind of out there and a little bit different, but like exactly matches my tastes, mm-hmm. which means a five for me could very easily be a one for you, mm-hmm. which is bad for it's popularity or any of that kind of stuff. So like radio stations, the reason people are like, man, radio kind of sucks. It's because they don't want fives. They want threes, maybe a four and probably some twos. Like, because that way, at least they can guarantee the like, everybody feels like, eh, it's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. And nobody's going to turn off the radio station because it happens to be their one, you know? Yeah, so similarly with this, the, the best version of a thing is going to be polarizing exactly yeah so like i think you know which people will say like death stranding or something like that like some people yeah i love somebody it. i saw somebody being like by the way it's the best game of the generation yeah <laughs> i was like game <laughs> yeah. but i didn't tweet that i was like you yeah, know yeah. What? i'm gonna let you live your life <laughs> exactly and so like i think with mario golf it's like it is aiming for kind of high high mediocrity um I think maybe that's just okay, you know, like yeah, it's golf, um, man. I don't it's like it's golf. <laughs> it's like yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I will, you know, we'll play it more and give our deeper opinions next week on like what we well, actually my think thoughts gameplay is gonna be sure is golf. <laughs> <laughs> I shot it that one time and there was a fireball in it and it hit the guy. It was mm-hmm. hilarious. So. It's hilarious. Yeah, and it's hilarious that Metroid 
on the Wii U is topping the virtual is topping the charts. Mm-hmm. Is it the whole charts or just the virtual console charts? I think it's uh i don't know if they i'm gonna look at there <laughs> yeah i don't think they do i want to say um yeah it's just best sellers i think i'd um, assume so i don't think that they have just charts for yeah it's just the e-shop man yeah yeah because the third one is brain age train your brain blah, blah 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 so that's crazy i mean it's not that crazy like it it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Especially because because this is a game that everybody's excited for. Yep. It was like the most exciting reveal because everything mm-hmm. else like we yep. knew already. Like yeah. even though like we haven't really seen gameplay from Breath of the Wild, the sequel or whatever, we've yep. seen gameplay from Breath of the Wild. So we know <laughs> yeah, what the game right. like. um, uh-huh. But Metroid Dread was like a curveball. It was like we like didn't expect Metroid Dread, but we expected a 2D Metroid. Mm-hmm. Most people, I feel like, didn't expect to see Metroid at all. Right. Um, yeah. So the fact that we got that got people on board, and then everybody's making videos like max he made that uh tweet yeah yeah that blew up it was mm-hmm. like hey here are the games that you need to play and people are like all right <laughs> <laughs> want to buy those games all right they're on wii u all right nice. yep. here we go man i need to they're on 3ds as well right i'm pretty sure on the know, virtual console I'm metroid fan i <laughs> i'm pretty sure I, I have metroid fusion on the wii u i know that <laughs> will i plug in my wii u to play it probably not <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's on the new 3DS or something. I don't know. Or I'm, I'm going to find out at some point in any case. Um, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Like just people going back. I, I was watching uh, Nintendo life was made a video that I tweeted, I think last week, um, where, where the guys were talking about, uh the fact that 3ds prices are surging and stuff like that and just games are a lot more expensive and like mm. maybe like not necessarily as a result of metroid dread and sam's returns but definitely related to it for sure um and just a lot of that so like there's there's an element of fomo where i'm like man i need to get because i've just got a 2ds right now i need to get a new 3ds or a new 2ds just to like have it at least so that it, yeah, when the eShop's the, about to go down, free copy I can Pokemon, get that free copy of Pokemon. <laughs> the with the kindness of their heart. <laughs> what a loving bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, here's okay. So here's the, the real question um, that makes a better headline than just the fact that Metroid tops the charts. Um, how is is Nintendo? like missing an opportunity here or like what's you know what i mean like no there's it's not like they like freaking threw away the account <laughs> that that had you know i mean they're still making we, money you for what profit it's worth. <laughs> yeah you know, like, right they were like shoot we lost the password for our wii u money <laughs> like they're like all right this is just free money for us <laughs> at this point um like sure i'm like i'm sure more people would play it if it was just on switch but Mm -hmm. like more people would like that would mean they have to spend more money but at this point it's just additional people buying a game that they spent the money on a decade ago (laughs) i mean in this way they can also eventize it twice whenever they do like i mean and but i will say like i'm i am getting to the point of like i still feel like Nintendo Switch Online is just worth it, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's definitely feeling less like 
exciting at the same time, other yeah. than the just online part being just like, it's just online, just use online. Um, where like, you know, the games that were getting released on it recently are definitely less exciting games yes. <laughs> kind of a thing even if some people are like no and like somebody's you... five they're yes like, exactly five. they're all fives but they're ones <laughs> to a lot of people <laughs> yeah exactly so like i i don't know i am feeling the that this is like at this point it's not like they have to but it would be a good idea at some point in 2021 to like re-up on the interest of nintendo switch online I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, um, but I hope that it does. If for no other reason than like, then people can, you know, play games like this, like Metroids and stuff. It's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised to see that we do that like the week before. Yeah. Or yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, I think it also makes sense just in conjunction with like, not as an exclusive to the Switch Pro, if that happens this year or whatever, but just like, within the same breath like switch pro and also everybody's getting this thing or like you know mm. a big blowout of that sort i don't know it kind of makes sense to me but yeah i think the closest that we could get to that and they'd be able to justify it as if it's like metroid prime trilogy is happening but it's not the hd version it's the wii version because we're <laughs> putting the wii emulator on switch pro mm-hmm. like i could oh, see them yeah. doing that yeah um but I couldn't see them being like the Metroid games on Game Boy Advance coming and exclusive to yeah. Switch Pro. No, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people would riot. <laughs> he definitely would. I mean, because yeah, they'd be like, all right, well, I'm just buying a Wii U at that point again, <laughs> like doubling down. So all that said, good job, Metroid, for uh, you know making it to the top of the charts and Metroid's looking good better job, and better. Metroid the Dragon. And speaking of looking better and better, Skyward Sword HD is, um, I mean, it looks better in general, but also there's Nintendo talked about, um, let's see, Nintendo's website had a quick list of improvements we can expect to see, including a section on quality of life enhancements. It specifically highlights refinements to player tutorials and general guidance. So basically, fire fee, fee, fee is has been dialed down a bit do we think how dare they murder her <laughs> um so it talks about yeah uh enhanced performance improved motion controls with the joycon controllers all new button controls allowing you to choose your style play which is all stuff we knew about and then stuff we assumed but just hadn't heard anything about um various quality of life improvements including refinements to player tutorials and general guidance throughout the adventure so cool I saw people being mad about this. Not this specifically, but like mm-hmm. the trailer that we got because something about uh, button controls not working docked or whatever. Um, oh, did I didn't actually watch the trailer. Like gyro controls. But I don't know if that's true. I don't know if they like actually confirmed that or if they mm. just like insinuated that you should play with gyro when you're docked um because you know they do that a lot yeah yeah like, they do this is like the way to play this when you're docked but you don't have to play it that way mm-hmm. um i don't know i didn't watch huh it. uh I, i'm just reading just through a, the article now this see. is another one of those games where they announced it i don't need to know anything else i don't get it <laughs> yeah i think it would be odd to me if um if uh, Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD had the quality of life upgrades that they did, and then they didn't do them for Skyward Sword, yeah, 
but you know, it's also, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention around the wind waker and twilight princess HD games, but like, did they even like go in depth on those changes ahead of time? Or was it just something that kind of like happened? Yeah, they did. Okay. Especially like, I remember, cause I don't care about twilight princess. Um, so Twilight mm-hmm. Princess, I got it, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh shoot, they changed this. But I do yeah. remember them being like, there's the fast sail and, and Wind Waker and uh-huh. the Triforce uh pieces are like okay. That was the one I was gonna ask the most about because I feel like that's the kind of thing that people really appreciated the changes for that in Skyward Sword. I know there's some things that people will talk about being like the um yeah, a certain boss fight recurring and, uh, I don't know, a pumpkin section apparently that does something. <laughs> so, I don't know. It'll, I think, still, like, just it looking better and having the button controls be different and stuff like that, for a lot of people, is going to be the make it or break it that makes it a lot better. But we'll see. So, somebody let me know in the comments, because it was like, um, they're in a Smash Bros stream. Bob rated mm. and somebody was like, yo, did you guys see the trailer? And you're like, no. It's like it's it's confirmed that you can you only had to use, I mean you can only use gy- uh, gyro controls huh. um when you're docked. I mean in some regards I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but I really hope that that's not the case. But um yeah, I mean thinking about like mario galaxy and stuff that's a pretty recent game that definitely did that same thing where like um it limits you know how you play to how you're actively playing and like let's go pikachu and eevee same kind of thing so yeah we'll see Mm -hmm. uh and we will also see how nintendo is partnering with forever entertainment uh, I was just going to use this one to lead into the comments for my video as well, because it's related to it. And I talked about it, but I don't know in case we had any extra thoughts about this part specifically. Um, the, yeah, this is a whole thing with Nintendo giving financial support to um, forever entertainment who did Panzer Dragoon and um, fear effect Sedna and is doing house of the dead remake. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo's doing something with them. So they're gonna remaster Star Tropics. Well, that would be fun. I don't. I never remember Star Tropics. I never played Star Tropics, so that never played Star Tropics. Partly be why, but like I don't remember that as one of Nintendo's IPs that I forget about. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know, like because I'll remember. Oh yeah, I forgot about Fossil Fighters or something like that. But like Star Tropics, not even in that tier. It's okay, just one yeah. that I just it's straight just up one don't. That you didn't forget about. You just never truly knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, knew what it was. <laughs> Um, do you have any yeah any guesses as far as like what this could look like? like real or... guesses? Uh, sure, why not? You? That's not what I do here. <laughs> not on this show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think I I mean, I think that it's gonna be like if it makes if 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 this is coming from a place of logic mm-hmm. and not just yeah, like yeah. you know we got a lot of franchises man like i think right. it's a they're going to do stuff like the f-zeros you know like the the franchises that are like big mm-hmm. because of smash mm-hmm. um and yeah that they don't have like any ambitions to make anything big and new yeah mm-hmm. or maybe they feel like they need to test the waters before they do that Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we'll see a lot of that. Maybe 
an ice climbers game like yeah not like the ice climbers game that i want right <laughs> but yeah. like uh you know like uh ducktales remastered sort mm-hmm. of situation where it's like it's it's ice climbers but not bad <laughs> so like the same exact game but not bad yeah right <laughs> that sort of situation yeah i i mean yeah like you know like i mentioned in the video we'll be making a video specifically giving ideas or whatever. And I definitely think there's some franchises that are poised to have just like, just make a remake of one of the games just to bring it back to the modern audiences and then kind of keep going from there. F-Zero probably honestly is one of those where like, it would be great to have a shakeup, but if they can have a low risk where like, it's not the thing affecting whether or not they want to make a new F-Zero, but they just like, they're like, oh, well, we should probably just, you know, do this to, to see how it goes just remake F-Zero GX just with modern graphics and online play and stuff like that, then like, that would be, that would be great. Um, you know, and maybe even forever entertainment could do that. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe some other studios, but, um, again, we'll get more ideas for that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll get into some of the comments from, uh, from the video there. Yeah. As far as specifically forever entertainment though, I, I, I would guess that it's more stuff like the Panzer Dragon remake, but for Nintendo. Star Fox. Just because it makes sense. 64 again. <laughs> Star Fox 64. Or Star Seven. Fox SNES again. Yeah, accurate. right. Exactly. Because they did Star Fox SNES, Star Fox 2, which was mm-hmm. later, but yeah, in order of development. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they did Star Fox 64, which is Star Fox SNES again. Then yep. they did Star Fox 64 3D. Then they did Star Fox Zero, which is just Star Fox 64, but with motion controls. <laughs> and a screen that people didn't like. Yeah. Honestly, best iteration of the game, IMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not playing Star Fox as this competitive like man they messed up my input it's it's a it's an amusement park attraction Uh uh-huh yeah i'm moving the the screen and it's moving on the screen dude (laughs) it's freaking sick Uh uh-huh i mean like a pokemon snap kind of a thing yeah i don't know exactly yeah it's fun um comments from the video uh diddy kong said yo oh hello how's it going Welcome to here, Diddy. Uh, very important. Uh, let us know. Uh, what's the scoop? Are you yep. coming to Mario Golf or not? Leak it. We got to know. Um, they said, very important video. I noticed how Nintendo gave attention to dormant IPs. Famicom Detective Club was a huge surprise as I'm a Nintendo fan, but have never heard about this IP. It gives me hope for F-Zero, whether it's remake or a new title by Sega. Golden Sun could get the same treatment as Advance Wars. Remake Golden Sun 1 and 2 in one package. Pilot Wings, Star Fox, The Mysterious Murasama Castle, Kid Icarus, Donkey Kong. The list goes on. It's now or never for Nintendo to bring back dead slash forgotten IPs because the Switch is so popular, breaking all sales records, and is played by a huge number of old and new Nintendo fans. So reintroducing these dormant IPs would definitely be a good investment. Yeah, like I feel like they tried that with the GameCube mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for no particular reason. Like, <laughs> yeah, the GameCube is a thing. Let's get weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Let's do all of them. Uh, and, but, like, and yeah. like this generation, they could actually do that. And it matters because uh-huh. like a lot of the, like Microsoft seems to be having a lot of success with that sort of thing. Right. Where it's like, let's bring all our fr- like which to them or, or for them or like a list franchises amongst yeah. their franchises. Uh-huh. But 
Microsoft A-list franchises are like Nintendo C and D, like that, like that uh-huh. level of franchises. Um, and that, like, the the fact that Sony is able to have their exclusives be at the level that they're at now, as far as like the amount that people care about them, mm-hmm. is proof that Nintendo could literally pull out any franchise, and as long as the game is good, it will sell a lot. Because yeah. Sony was in a very similar situation Mm -hmm. to Microsoft once upon a time where their franchises didn't really matter Um, and their games and it it wasn't even that long ago it was like up until the PlayStation 4 generation Mm -hmm. where most of their IP just didn't matter to people Um, and now unlike in the past the best-selling games on their platform are games that they made Mm -hmm. and that's new for them you know I mean it's not the best-selling game on their platform still like grand theft auto and stuff like that but it's amongst Mm -hmm. the like top 10 which is progress um so if nintendo can just expand what their best-selling games are by saying we have ip that people care about but we just stop caring about (laughs) yeah um that'd be good for them and for us because then we have more different stuff to play yeah i mean i think the fact that metroid you know though we were talking about metroid topping the charts and stuff that feels like in and of itself a great testament to the fact that like they can they can bank on putting stuff out and it doing well because um like a lot of that is obviously people seeing the game thinking it's looks exciting and fun also people having talked about metroid for years now and like a bunch of people actively thinking man i'm hearing about metroid i'd love to try a metroid game but i don't want to try an old one i want to try a new one blah blah, blah. like now there's my I'm new one Samus, man. <laughs> yeah but like a metroid game before <laughs> true uh, also though like just people talking about metroid since it's been like since metroid dread was announced like just having so many people that are in the game space and like people that just you know like watch gaming videos and stuff that everybody that they're watching is saying like, wow, Metro Dread looks great. I'm definitely going to pick that up, blah, blah, blah. Um, just the word of mouth, I feel like is going to be huge to that mm-hmm. franchise um, in the same way that like Breath of the Wild, you know, even if it's not to the same scope or blah, 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 any of that kind of stuff. Like Breath of the Wild's biggest thing going for it was the fact that people were like, you have to play Breath of the Wild. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you just have to. Yeah, because Zelda um, always had what Metro, the thing that Metroid has now mm-hmm. was where, zelda was at right where it's like it Mm -hmm. felt like it was this massive franchise but Mm -hmm. in reality the only game that ever sold anywhere close to an impressive figure by Mm -hmm. nintendo standards Mm -hmm. that's another point that i'll get to right uh was ocarina of time and ocarina Mm -hmm. of time barely got there where it was like oh yeah we got the 3ds re-release and like combined with that and the the wii Mm -hmm. virtual console it just creeped over 10 million you know yeah but breath of the wild is more than double that and we're not even counting like the wii u numbers which was like another two three million or whatever. yeah um so like the fact that breath of the wild did that had nothing to do with that word of mouth about the franchise it was mm-hmm. the game so like yeah. i can't yes. I, I can't see metroid dread getting to that level because i don't right. think the word of mouth alone is enough to get it to 20 million or whatever mm-hmm. but right. metroid prime depending on the game uh yeah. could very well get that but i think that with these franchises nintendo just kind of gets in their own way Mm -hmm. um because they're not they're not unsuccessful like it's not like they're losing money on a lot of these games like Mm -hmm. it's not like they're like man if freaking metroid prime 3 doesn't sell 20 million units we're we're in the hole you know like 
Breath of the Wild for them was worth making if they sold mm-hmm. 2 million copies. Yeah. So you really think that Breath of the Wild has that mm-hmm. much smaller of a budget than Prime? You know, like mm-hmm. the, these games don't need to sell that much for them to be yeah. worth it. Um. So if they just... I mean, Metro less- Dread even being a great example of like, we know Samus Returns didn't even sell 500,000 copies. Mm-hmm. And still they were like, we're going all out on Metroid Dread. Like, right, exactly. you know, which either means, yeah, like I said, the video, either that means they were happy with the sales success, like, oh, 500,000 for, okay, blah, blah, or they just know the context of like, like yeah, that can, wasn't like, exactly we bad know. Exactly, timing, platform yeah. people moved away from, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that once Nintendo just accepts that, like, not every franchise has to be a Mario. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. And also, once they realize that not every Mar- franchise has to be a Mario from day one. Like, yeah, who right. was Iron Man in 2007? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh-huh. it's, it's that sort of situation. It's like, yeah. you might have a D-lister on you now, but as long as you make something that's good, it could be mm-hmm. a, a freaking S-tier franchise tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, like... I don't remember exactly what I was going to say, but uh, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> like they, um, yeah. Okay. I remember it's just that Nintendo also, I think for some of these, if they're nervous about the franchise in the first place, sometimes they don't fully double down on it. And then it just kind of like it's self-fulfilling prophecy of mm-hmm. like, I don't know if this is going to sell that well. So like, we won't like really go all in and then they don't go all in for marketing or for the game or whatever. And like, they make a pretty good game, but like, then, yeah, of course, if you, if you put in, you know, like 75% and then the game gets a 75 on Metacritic or whatever, I don't know, then like people aren't going to um, come out and drove for it. As opposed to like, I think with Mario golf that we talked about earlier, they know that they can put in just 75% for something like that and because all they want to make is just like yep we just want to make another mario golf just a good old mario golf game that like it's not a um what's the word i'm looking for like a a tent pole friend or a tent pole game or something like that prestige piece that's the one buy a switch to play mario golf right it's just like i mean they're going to get a lot of great sales right at the beginning for Mario golf. And then they're just going to keep getting sales for years for Mario golf. Just sitting there the same as like Mario party, yeah, it's like Mario golf. What am I going to do? Not play Mario <laughs> golf. Or are you crazy? So the problem is when they see a franchise that needs to be something like what they're doing for Metroid dread, but they treat it like a Mario golf. Mm-hmm. That's when it kind of falls short and is like, you know, they kind of get in their own yeah, way. Cause it's like, it's like, I wouldn't even necessarily say that it needs to be that, yeah, but it right. feels like it needs to be that. Like mm-hmm. when you hear Metroid, you're not, Metroid didn't inherently win you over, but mm-hmm. you're expecting it to. Yes, so if right. it doesn't, it's like, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, as, and as far as the comic goes, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything here. Um, oh yeah, I actually, I brought the, um, it, Somebody, I think somebody mentions this in the thing. Someone mentioned in the comments, but that um, the director of Famicom Detective Club has talked about wanting to make a new one. Um, And that that kind of like, you know, doesn't necessarily confirm the theory of the video, but kind of just that that's a good way to go is like, all right, bring it back to the present and then let's see what kind of trajectory we could have from there. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, them wanting to make a new one, like that's 
that's cool and stuff. Um, the specific ideas like F zero be a remake or a new title by Sega golden sun, same treatment as advanced wars remake golden sun one or two in one package. Yeah. I'm again, we'll give more specific thoughts in a, in a whole video, but, um, or multiple, honestly. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think, and not every franchise can follow the same, like you mentioned ice climbers and I mentioned ice climbers in the video too. Like, I don't think Ice Climbers can get the exact same treatment as Advance Wars because the original Ice Climbers game just isn't as good as Advance Wars. Yeah, you know, like, so it, it like you were saying, something. where it has to make it better. Right. It could do something similar. Where yeah, it's like, like Samus Returns, though, game, you know, but it's good, which yes. is effectively a new game. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but it's not like a new game in the context of today. Right. Yeah. It's based um, on the bones and kind of like concept or whatever. This is um, what we were getting at with this yeah. so like forget the other game just know <laughs> this is what we wanted to do yeah and then so again, yeah, like, as well they're like okay what's ice climbers look like now though yeah you know? exactly like samus returns where like people were like yeah metroid 2 like it introduces some cool concepts but like to play it kind of sucks don't want to mm. ever do it again and then samus returns took everything and made it you know way better or whatever mm. where but it's like and people will still say like it has some of the same drawbacks that metroid 2 had that's just a part of the game you can't do anything about it um, but you know, what can you do? And, uh, the, at least they can make everything else around that good. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, um, elemental guana said would really like for next level games to make a sequel of Wario world because they did an amazing job with Luigi's mansion three, basically seeing Wario in that same style would look absolutely amazing and fun. I'd be down for that. Yeah. I did look up gameplay because I mean, I know about Wario Worlds, but I've never looked up gameplay of Wario World. Mm -hmm. um, and it would need a decent evolution. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was, man, there was some, especially like at least what I was watching, like probably it's the first area or something like that. But there was a sub area or a bunch of sub areas that just like, it was just platforming from just standard floating platforms and was janky and didn't look fun at all <laughs> like um it, yeah so that's that's a thing so but i'd love to see wario back in the third dimension but it would be fun if it's more than just like just a platformer and has you know some other things going on. i mean like there's some combat in there it seems like too but mm -hmm. as far as like style wise being done by next level games like yeah they do they have a lot of personality in their games too so that's nice yeah d-bomb ivy in response to bringing mother back said mother's story is done okay <laughs> so is toy stories and toy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah exactly i i i replied to the comment and i was like yeah that's true but i mean even like closer to home with nintendo metro um they said that Sakamoto said that with Metroid Dread, that's going to end this saga of Metroid oh, but games. Metroid but then also said, this isn't going to be the last 2D Metroid. We don't want this to be yeah. the last 2D Metroid game. So like. So you started another saga. Yeah. yeah. Like, or like Kingdom Hearts, where it's like Kingdom Hearts 3 is the end of Kingdom Hearts. But the Zan on saga. Yeah, exactly. So. Stuff coming down yeah. <laughs> I think like that's, you know, like Mother the series isn't about necessarily those characters. It's about the world and about the like 
this world. Weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they can just do more stuff in that same kind of world with a completely different, you know, like Final Fantasy one, two, three, four, five, whatever, completely different characters, but same like concept of like, this is what Final Fantasy is. Mm-hmm. Um, until you get to later games that are more different from each other, I guess. <laughs> Uh, last comment, uh, Jordan DeBest said, it definitely helps that Nintendo's fan base is the most dedicated in gaming on a platform that sells like hotcakes. It, some developers got to be working on that Kid Icarus Uprising remaster, I hope. Yeah, man. I hope if so. not, what are you doing? Kid Icarus is freaking sick, dude. Uprising specifically. I don't care about the older games, but Uprising, dope. Mm-hmm. Go. Let's do it. Uh, that's all the comments from my video. Yeah, closing thoughts. Um I don't know. I hope Nintendo's doing this. It seems like it, but I think, you know, we'll be able to tell if in next year there's more games of the same kind of thing than like, yep, that's the thing that they're doing. But if not, then, you know, maybe yeah. not. So. I, th- I think we'll definitely see more of it because like just throughout the Switch's life cycle, they've done a lot of it. <laughs> Where it's yeah. like, hey, you know, that franchise we haven't seen in a while, here it is again. And yeah, best selling one on the platform. <laughs> easy you know yeah and like we see that trend you have to know that they see the trend yeah um, right exactly so and like just working with third-party devs in general like they've always done that pretty well but like they're doing it a lot in here and like for in the past games i feel like um up until this year more of it seems to be like um just teams helping with stuff like bandai namco helping with things and koei tecmo helping with um things even though i mean they did most of fire emblem but like Mm -hmm. they were the the developers and intelligence systems team the supervisor or whatever that kind of thing you know or like Mm -hmm. do they were still they were involved more like they did the grunt work yeah (laughs) right intelligence systems was like do this yes (laughs) all right (laughs) whereas like it definitely seems like with mercury steam and metroid that's not the case it's like you know they're involved with nintendo but it's not just mercury steam being doing what they're told but they're like part of the development process yeah um so that's i think that's the thing that's exciting is like if i mean it's like if we got an editor for a videos that we trusted being able to let them do uh editing stuff means that then we can do more other things and not have to um you know be able to like actually get more things done instead of like and it would having somebody else it makes the product better because like right when i feel like this is usually the case when we have time anyway Mm-hmm. um when both of us work on a single video yeah because we're able to like the backgammon bit in the 2020 mm-hmm. video like that wasn't going to happen in the same way <laughs> if you just edited the video <laughs> because yeah. i edited the video i was like oh i can do this <laughs> you know like <laughs> just being able to like play off of each other yeah whether it be like comically or or just like mm-hmm. being like oh i have a cool like visual yeah. idea here um, I think that translates to the creative process in general. The more people, as long as there are people that like are on the same wavelength as you, mm-hmm. it just makes it better. Yeah. Um, speaking of making it better, you made a video, the best video. Um, best video and here's some comments that are even better. Uh, Nova the Bushido. Thumbnail. The thumbnail? I actually really love that. Well, I don't know if it's the best thumbnail I've ever made, but I made that thumbnail and I was like, I might have to use this format. Which is why <laughs> I immediately used the format again on your video. <laughs> yep. It, I liked it a lot. Um, I'm going back to look at your it's thumbnail because like, I, I literally, like the thumbnail, I took the, the, the intro from directly to you and mm-hmm. then I like 
I did Photoshop nerd stuff and I did the like <laughs> tool where I selected the colors and then I took that and I erased the background and it was like just to emulate the look of the thing where it's like mm-hmm. different games going into other games through the tiles yep. and stuff like that um and been like hey, why don't we always do this like why is this not <laughs> <laughs> what all our thumbnails look like so our all our thumbnails might look like that now I don't know yeah <laughs> I mean I I'm down I think it looks great um yeah Agreed. Yeah, especially like when you sent me mine, I was like, man, did we do that? Like, <laughs> it was like, did he, did he start hiring people again? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, that but that, your thumbnail was easy because I already did most of the work that was hard or uh-huh, hard yeah. that took more work on my video. Yeah. So I just changed out the background is basically mm-hmm. all I did. Looks good. Um, yeah, first comment. Nova Bushido said, I'm a big fan of third party games. I wish more people would give them a chance on the Switch. I don't have much from EA I'd like to see, but Namco, Saga, I'm guessing Sega, or Konami have a lot of old franchises I'd love to see again. I feel the same. I mean, well, except for the first part, I'm not a huge fan of third parties. There's third parties that I like, and that's how I feel like it's similar with EA, where it's like in hindsight, I played a lot of third party games as a kid they just mm. don't exist yeah. anymore um yeah. or they're not like active anymore so it's like i mm-hmm. don't care about the third part because the, the third parties in the same way that they did then are making what's popular now mm-hmm. and what's popular now is not necessarily what i like so like the yeah. fact that a lot of the studios they all have this all big you know like games as a service shooter yeah. i don't care about that because i don't play shooters <laughs> so like <laughs> yeah. it just so happens that a lot of what third parties make don't appeal to me Mm-hmm. um and like the only time that i do play a shooter is if it's like there's a big uh like not platformer ish but like action game bend to it um mm-hmm. where like the movement's really unique and cool for whatever reason or there's some other sort of like mechanic on top of shooting people <laughs> um that makes the game interesting um so that's why a lot of times i don't play third uh third party games but they used to yeah. exist so yeah no i mean i remember like in at least going over to my friend's house that he had a ps2 and like i just remember it felt like every game that we'd start playing started with ea challenge everything (laughs) like everything every time but like i don't remember what games those were but it just felt like that was the case like did they make the spider-man game back in spider-man 2 uh i think activision did that no 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 never soft i think which is Activision. <laughs> Activision, I think, made the Spider-Man. Oh, um, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, Treyarch, um, which, yeah, they're Activision of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, in any case, uh, I just remember EA in, in front of a lot of things. I think EA made a lot of, like, the license. Like, they, I'm pretty yeah. sure they made the Harry Potter games. Yeah, I mean, they made uh, the Lord of the Rings games that mm-hmm. I love. So, like, I would that's you know that would be one of the kinds that's like I'd love for those to come back but they're licensed in a way that they are not coming back like there's not a way that those are going to happen actually I wonder if like backwards of the rings game could happen but exactly but it's not like the yeah not because like if they get the license to make a new lords of the rings game they're not going to make that (laughs) they're they're going to try to make a a freaking you know their version uh-huh. of uh what's that game called shadow of mordor yep yeah i'm looking up if um lord of the rings is backwards compatible on xbox or like 
I mean, I'm sure it is like in terms of you just put it in there, but um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. But I think for me, SSX is definitely the, the top of the list as far as things that, I mean, I also, you know, this isn't remakes, but like, I still am surprised that Sims hasn't come over to the Switch at all um, and it's feel like- a weird playing Sims on console. It's weird. Yeah, I can see that. I mostly just feel like, actually, well, I've got it. I've got Game Pass now, so it's on Game Pass. I mostly yeah, just feel like Ashley would probably enjoy it. So just yeah, do it on Game Pass. We'll just do that. I was playing on Game Pass for a little bit, but it's weird. It's weird playing it on a controller for a while. Yeah. Just because like moving the mouse around and stuff and yeah, 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 yeah. Like moving a cursor with an analog stick feels never like, a fan. Yeah. Bad. Um, so again, yeah. um, I don't know if I'm playing this that much, but I usually like whenever I'm actively playing Sims, it's not because I want to play Sims. Like I'm mm-hmm. not against playing Sims. It's usually like a happy medium. Like I'm dating yeah. somebody and they like playing Sims. And I'm like, yo, we play Sims. I'm down with that. That's cool. Uh, yeah. But it's not something that I'm going to be like, you know what I want to play by myself unprompted? Sims. <laughs> That's rare. Yeah. It's, yeah, it definitely is not the top of my list. However, SSX, if it were there. That's all happening. It's, yeah. it's up there for sure. But even like my Sims, which is different. Mm-hmm. It's Animal Crossing, dude. Like, yeah. I would play My Sims unprompted. <laughs> like yeah. Because it's just Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is fun. Um, True. So. It is crazy. How, I mean, like like I said, there's a bunch of skateboarding games coming out this year. There's also a bunch of snowboarding games. Like yeah. That was the thing at E3. Like, man, there's at least two big budget snowboarding games happening in the near future. That's why I was like, I mean, I went down the list. I looked up EA uh, franchises to uh-huh. be like which one of these do i care about not even yeah. like which ones do, are the most like uh mm-hmm. you know prime for success just like yeah. which one of these do i give a crap about um and then i made the video <laughs> so yeah. um and when i picked ssx i was like why isn't this because like ea activision ubisoft to some degree they're mm-hmm. the type of company that like they make things because other people are making things. Yeah. Like, ah, this is working. This is working yep. in the market. You know, like, I mean, I think the fact that we're seeing other snowboarding games, like means that we probably actually will see uh, probably an SSX three or SSX tricky remake sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. what we were talking about last week. I think does EA do that that much though? If it was an active in property, it would, it would have already happened, mm-hmm. but has EA, well, EA done a lot of remakes? Sometimes. Yeah. EA, I mean, they just remade Mass Effect. Um, That's true. That's they true. do it. I wouldn't say they do it less, but they said with the Mass Effect remaster that they're planning to do it more. True. <laughs> um, they so... also recently are bringing back. I mean, the whole prompt for your video—they're bringing back a franchise, which seems like it's going to be Dead Space or whatever. Yeah. Blah, 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 but like, yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, no, hopefully, be. man. It, it is interesting just the difference of what EA is looking like these days versus at the beginning of the Switch lives cycle not even because of the switch specifically although partly because of the switch but just like how what it says about the gaming environment and stuff that like now i mean we talked about this a couple of weeks ago but that a couple that companies are starting to see like okay actually single player games do have a place in the market still and you know that kind of thing like yeah because like nice. before there were a lot more games being made by big companies that were just mm-hmm. like, yo, this game sounds like it would be fun. <laughs> you know, like you just freaking walk in the blockbuster, you see the box and mm-hmm. you're like, this looks fun. I'll get this or whatever. Yep. Right. Um, but 
as we got into like the HD generation, everything was min-maxed. It's like, you know, yeah. people like Call of Duty or before even then it was like, people really like Halo. Let's mm-hmm. make our Halo, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, that also existed with like, in the N64 era. Even, Platformers like, or whatever, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But it was just different games that mm-hmm. were being made. And they're just inherent. I feel like platformers are easier to make feel different than shooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so th- that's just what got made mm-hmm. more often. Uh, but now they're realizing it's like, oh, people like more things than what is <laughs> the thing right now. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, do that yeah. <laughs> yeah especially honestly with nintendo just doing so well in general like that's i do feel like it is influential on the industry mm-hmm. that like it's just obvious that like you know animal crossing being as popular as it is doesn't necessarily mean other companies are going to be like how can we make our animal crossing a lot of indie devs are asking that it seems like because there's just so many animal crossing ripoffs yep. in the indie scene but i do think it means that they're thinking like okay well how can we do something that's that's something that's, that's equally as you know? like different or yeah. like has a similar appeal or <laughs> yeah um, so, yeah yeah it's cool uh teen kitsune said my feelings regarding EA, ea are similar to my feelings regarding disney i hate the company but i enjoy their ips granted with disney they still pump out bangers often while ea only does that on occasion these days so i'm excited for a game from ea uh, so when I'm excited for a game from EA, it's only on occasion anymore. And my disdain for the company remains. Gotcha. I know that there's a lot of people that like they dedicate whenever EA is brought up, like at all, <laughs> they're like, oh, company sucks, blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh-huh. But the second a new Mass Effect game comes out, those <laughs> those responses die for just a little just a little bit you know yeah. until, they're, until they replayed Mass Effect and then they're right back on that train. That's more so what I was talking about with that with mm-hmm. that comment um where it's like i don't really i don't do that <laughs> like if yeah. i if i don't like a company the game like gearbox i'm never not going to be like company sucks you mm-hmm. know like it just so happens that they just don't make games i care about but right. also like company sucks <laughs> yep. um and it's like a different kind of like company sucks than just like oh they they charge me too much money for the thing that i like yeah like I don't care about that. Like, that's how business works. That much to me is expected mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like, yeah. oh, this thing is in demand. It's going to cost me more money yeah. um, because they can until they can't. And then yeah. it won't. You know, it's like uh, how I approach this is very like economical in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Gearbox, it's like, oh, no, these are bad. It's bad people. You know, yeah. like, they're treating other people poorly. I mean, yeah, the way they treat their employees is almost the most important thing. We're like, even Nintendo, it's like Nintendo, it's a business. Like they don't care about me. Like as much as it feels like they might sometimes, they don't. And that's fine. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily put it like that. It's not like that they don't, they don't actively not care about you. Right. They just care about money. (laughs) Yeah. But even then, like at least they do seem to respect their employees more often than not. You know, like Mm -hmm. you'll hear some horror stories, I'm sure. Like um, I I read some blogs from... um, uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Is it Kate? For the treehouse? Yeah. Yeah. And it was was, was someone else, but it was... Kate Casper. Yeah, it's Katie Casper. That's her name. Uh-huh. Um, or at least the one that I read. And she wrote some blogs about like uh a manager she worked under at uh at oh, Nintendo. Okay, yeah, no, this is something else. This is something oh else. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she worked on this manager and he just flat out sucked for like 
from like 2013 and 2016 or something like that or 2017. I don't know. Um, and like, thankfully that sounds like not a common occurrence, but like, mm. obviously that still happens within a global big corporation. Right. Um, but in general, we know that like crunch just doesn't happen at Nintendo. Their average work hours are like 41 hours a week or something like that, mm. you know, which is like, cool. That's awesome. Um, so like, I'm happy with buying things from them because like, you know, even though I know that if they're selling a game that I think is too expensive or whatever, it's not because they think they can get one over on me or, or are helping me out in any way, one way or another. It's literally just because like we talk about all the time, they're just going by market stuff. They have market yeah, analysts like, that are like charging this because people are paying it. And that's <laughs> like, it. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. you know, it's I can't a, change anything about they, that. They don't have a gun to your head. And be like, <laughs> Buy my game. They're like, yo, clearly yeah. the world says that this game yeah. can be purchased at this price with little to no friction. Yeah. So that's how I much mean, it costs. And basically, you know, I feel like a lot of things in life for me are like, would, would the person in charge here be a good hang or not? And mm-hmm. like, I feel like most people at Nintendo feel like I could hang with Doug Bowser and like, it would be a little awkward probably, <laughs> but it would generally be like a fine time, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Whereas hanging out with Freaking, anybody from what is the guy's name? Cody Randy. Or, the, oh yeah. Randy. But I'm talking about the Randy Pitchford, that's dude that keeps oh, um, oh, something million dollar. Raises I don't even know his like name, that. but yeah, that guy. bonus is there. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way. Yeah. I would have a terrible time. You know, like I've met people not, I mean, not as rich as him, like him, but like, you know, with that kind of a personality type and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think a lot of stuff like that for me is, you know, if I bring some other, um, I can still let myself enjoy some things from a company that I don't really like, because I can also see that the companies I do like it's, they're not like infallible or anything like that. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, that could all topple over off right. the pedestal and that would it just suck. Depends on what the thing is for me. There's yeah. certain deal breakers where I'm like, nah, yeah. man. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, nope. And man. it also depends how close it is from the top to the, the product where like yeah. a band, for example, or a, an actor or a musician or whatever, where like, if they're representing if it's just them, like they're a sucky person, but they're great at playing that character. I can't like, I, I wish I could separate those kinds of things sometimes, but I have a lot harder time when it's like, no, the person that's the person that's those things is the same person. So like, right. Sorry about it. (laughs) But when I know it's like, Oh, it's a, it's a big dev team that worked on this stuff. And the product is actually, you know, like Activision blizzard may suck on one, like, yeah, the guy you mentioned or whatever, that guy sucks but like the team that made yeah but there's hundreds of other people that made yeah exactly yeah, and the yeah, people yeah. that made tony Hawk pro skater one or two this is probably all right yeah, you know? with that man they're just yeah clocking in and clocking out <laughs> uh, so yeah i don't know that's those are my thoughts i know that was more than anybody wanted to ask <laughs> maybe not Uh, (laughs) um next comment mr thug bunny (laughs) which i just i love that name it's great uh (laughs) give me a fight night and nba street and they will take all my money i think this weekend will absolutely be an nba street weekend thanks for the reminder aj oh i wish i could do that i don't know where my nba street is is hype dude Mm -hmm. which is which is weird because again i don't care about sports but for whatever reason mario sports freaking Mm -hmm. nba street NFL Street, less so FIFA Street, but FIFA Street is still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, those games are fun, man. 
I mean, I think whenever you put the gameplay of the thing first instead of the realism of it, you're probably doing a good job at making a game. (laughs) Yeah, because realism and especially things that I don't care about Mm -hmm. makes me care about it less. (laughs) But if it's like, it's like, yo, I just freaking got a touchdown because I ran on the wall and the guy missed the tackle and he ran into the wall. Uh We're not doing that in in the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so I think, yeah, more people doing those kinds of things. Like that, that that's what makes Mario Golf fun, you know? And like et cetera, et cetera. Uh Steven said, virtual pinball, dungeon keeper, Sim City, and Dizzy are the ones that immediately spring to my mind. Dizzy isn't happening and wouldn't be happening even if he had hadn't just acquired Codemasters. Management Sims. Is. What is Dizzy? I don't even know. Yeah, look that up while I um, management sims are going through a bit of a resurgence, which makes both SimCity and Dungeon Keeper not feel as necessary to revive as they used to, or more likely, I would argue, because if they're just following the hype train, then they're following the hype chain. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But um, yeah, maybe not as necessary, but maybe more likely. Uh, virtual mm-hmm. pinball, though, ex- uh, virtual pinball though exists in a niche that just isn't being catered to it's usp was the ability to build your own tables which none and then either the comment ends or we stopped copying it uh <laughs> i'll go check dizzy is a series of video games created by the oliver twins and published by Codemasters. uh it was oh, it is freaking resolution is too high dude i can't read that <laughs> it's freaking um it was one of the most successful british video game franchises of the late 1980s and early 1990s originally created for zx spectrum and amstrad cpc uh the series appeared at on multiple home computer and video game console formats mm-hmm. it doesn't get, i don't know what type of game it is <laughs> adventure platformer puzzle arcade <laughs> interesting latest release Shh. Apparently, there is a, a, a new Dizzy game. It came out in December 2020. Oh, it's called Wonderful Dizzy. <laughs> what? Wonderful. I mean, I've never heard a thing in my life, but like. Same. Um, oh, yeah. Wonderful Dizzy. That's That seems to be a thing. Weird. Maybe it's not EA anymore. Um, wonderful dizzy i'm looking it up um also i'll finish reading the comment because i copied the rest of it now um it's usp was the ability to build your own tables which none of the current crop of pinball sims are offering and it's not being and it not being 1993 anymore means that it could actually feature online table sharing oh that's a good point online creation is a thing now so like yeah it could happen Uh, what apparently this is like an indie game? I guess. Made by the Oliver Twins instead of Codemasters. Right. And also it looks still like very faithful to the original in a like, ooh, there's a lot going on there. It's a lot of colors. <laughs> um, I will say something, I don't, I don't know why, but something about Dizzy made me think of Jazz Jackrabbit. Mm-hmm. And that's a series that would be fun to come back, I personally think. Cliff Blazinski worked on that? Yep. It was from Epic Games. Yep. What? Yep. That's the only reason why I even know what that is. I've never played that, but I've heard him talk about it. What? Okay. Yeah, I just remember playing it at friends' houses, and it was, it was fun. Like, also, it would be great for online play and, like, 
because it's you know multiplayer kind of thing or man i I, it's been so long since i played it but in my memory it's it's kind of within the worms sort of family um just not like turn-based in the same way but uh yeah just that it's like two players and like you're on going around platforming and trying to well it's pretty different from worms i guess but whatever reminds me of it in any case so yeah good thoughts steven um i didn't know what most of those things were but now i do and if they came back, that would be a neato, as they say. I agree. They say that, right? Somebody says it. Um, well, any closing thoughts? Daddy-o, but then he stopped. <laughs> he said he was going to say it every episode, but he didn't. Way to go, Will. Why? How dare you, Will? You lied to me. To my <sighs> right to your face. Uh, no closing thoughts. EA no closing make thoughts. Make the video games that I want. Yes. Um, other companies, I'll come for you at a future time. <laughs> um well cool i uh q a time y'all let's do this q a ask these questions answer those questions um first youtube community i did a poll and asked people whether or not they're buying uh, mario golf 15 percent said they they're picking it up or picked it up this weekend 13 percent said they're definitely going to buy it later 34 percent maybe they'll get it on a sale 22 percent not interested at all and 15 percent said i like turtles because I, I gave like that as an option. Are, does this preclude you from the other option? Well, let me tell you this. Um, specifically, the Nintendo Explorer said, that's a hard one. I'm definitely getting Mario Golf, but I also love Turtles a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon Hagen, hey, Brandon, said, Turtles, duh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, I... Good stuff, everybody. Um, let's uh, see. You picked I like turtles. I'm expecting you to donate your sixty dollars to a sea turtle uh foundation. Or That's right. Maybe if you only what if you only like land turtles, you know? Then you're a terrible person. <laughs> land turtles are fine as far as I understand it. But the yeah. turtles are not doing great. Yeah, it's rough, you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Mr. Turtle's my father. That guy. Yeah. What a time. Um, Matthew Krause said, I'd pick it up for like $10 to $20. Wow. Um, Banjo Bob said, yeah, that's, that's steep. <laughs> also, I mean, great. Cool. Best of luck finding it at $10 to $20. because <laughs> I truly don't know that it's going to happen hey, ever. Hey, Nintendo Selects. You're definitely not finding yeah. it for $10. I can guarantee right. you that. Yeah. But $20 maybe on Nintendo Selects. Yeah, if they do that. Oh man, honestly, if they do Nintendo Select at some point, like obviously they're trying to do their life cycle just differently than they have in the past. So it's it seems like it's gonna be a while they're until it happens. Dude. They're like, yeah, yes, people are still buying this for 60. Bet. Yep. We're charging you 60. But that Nintendo Select is gonna be like I don't just a, a lot of great game. Like it's so many things are gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be know. like whenever like how some people get mad at playstation uh plus games mm. where it's like i already bought this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like man imagine getting into the switch at a time where nintendo select is around and you can get breath of the wild and mario odyssey and all that for like 20 bucks each yeah like, that's but insane. by the time that happens breath of the wild three is going to be out that's <laughs> true <laughs> yeah brothers ultimate two <laughs> yep uh, Banjo Bob said, picking up Tony Hawk Pro Skater instead. Nice. Yeah, honestly, I mean, you know, not every game is for everybody. And that's, it's a solid choice. I'm enjoying it a lot. So, um, 
no, not Hector said, I wasn't sure how it was. What did you do? Combining. With Hector? I was like, no, no, Thector. no Thector. <laughs> said I'll buy it on sale. It's not worth full price for me. Plus I got legend of mana and I cannot stop playing it. Legend of Mana is a kind of everybody's different, man. (laughs) This would be a reverse comment for me. (laughs) Yeah, I I'm not gonna lie. I mean, but then again, I don't. I wouldn't buy Legend of Mana's tail either. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I I would probably um buy it on tail. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I probably wouldn't buy it right now anyway because I've got other things to play. But like, I I could buy Legend of Mana on sale. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. Um. I think the tricky thing with hitting up companies is truly just like, how much time do I have to play, yeah. <laughs> to put into, you know, various games and stuff. And like, there's, there's a bunch of games that I'll see that I'm like, man, I'd love to play that. For me, but... it's like, do I care enough about this game to make a video about it at one right, point? Yeah. That's, that's about it for me. Like yeah. even the podcast isn't enough justification for me to want to do it. <laughs> yeah, like, I would have to want to care about the game enough to want to write, 2000 words about it <laughs> for yeah for me it depends for podcast or, or video depends on the size of the game mm-hmm. pretty much you know like if it's if i can tell it's like us a, a small indie game that Even then, it, it's like it might not get its own video but i'll mm-hmm. use it for a yeah that's true i mean most of them still do get representation somewhere in a video but like if i feel like i it would still be helpful to talk about the game to in the vicinity of like 500, 600 people or whatever, mm-hmm. then, then I feel good about that. But like, there's, right. but there's sometimes I'm like, man, I, I, I'm not sure that that's going to be, I would feel bad with that being the only exposure that it got. And somebody else would probably give you more exposure. So I, I just won't even ask. I'll just get on sale sometime later or, you know, uh, if I'm not going to buy it straight away. So yeah, it's always tricky doing the mind games of that, but yeah. And I mean, at the same time, I see a lot of people that do get review copies and a lot mm-hmm. uh, that get similar viewership to like what directly do you get? So it's not the yeah. worst thing in the world. I'm sure that they expect that on some, like to some degree um, mm-hmm. for some of it to like, not necessarily be like, like quantity, but quality, but like the people yeah, that watch right. it are like dedicated yes. um, yeah. to the thing that's being made. Um, even if it's not like a ton. Of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, that's definitely true. And like, I, um, I, I generally will say to, even in that, like when I'm asking for it, I'll be like, here's, you know, I'd love to request this game. If you've got copies, whatever, um, I'll definitely be talking about it on a podcast that gets about this viewership and then probably will include it if, and we'll look for a video to be able to include it in at some point, but, you know, never specifically say, or don't say like, at launch or something but just like at some point we'll want to make a video on it unless i know like when i asked for um uh immortals phoenix rising or whatever i was like i'm gonna make a video straight away on it so because i know that it's something i'm interested in and that also, we have people i think breath of wild and all that but the other thing for me is like it's a little bit easier now and just generally because i've been doing it longer um i could be like yo i'll tweet about it yeah um yeah like or i'll stream it or whatever now um, mm-hmm. so i just never yeah i think the biggest thing for me like for anybody listening or whatever like i i don't want uh, anybody to feel screwed over ever yeah, you know like that's same. the thing it's like i 
because especially after whatever it was like three years ago or something like that, where there was some IGN person that had some quote about like, um, there, it was some indie dev that was like, okay, I've, I see a bunch of people that I gave review copies to of this game and I only have 50 review copies to give out. And I gave it to these people and they never did anything with it. Mm. Um, which I will say if it's because like, this is a bad, that was a bad game and the person played it and didn't like it at all and didn't want to give negative press. I get that. Um, but then somebody at IGN said something to, and I generally like, I'm, I feel fine about IGN, at least like specific people there. I I can't speak Mm. for the whole thing, but someone was like, um, yeah, I asked for review copies just for like game library purposes. And I was like, Ooh, that's, that's that's dirty. Especially like, sure. If it's like a big corporation that has just tons of them, whatever, you know, like I put, (laughs) and I, and I talk about this, I put more, and that's kind of what I was talking about before, where it's like, I'm not going to make a video about it because, I rather let other people get their review copy or, mm-hmm. or like, yes. Um, right. I put more thought into those games than games that I buy because like yeah. games that I buy, yeah. I have no obligation to nobody but me. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, I paid the sixty dollars. Yep, you I, haven't made a Yu Gi Oh game for me. I mean, you know, like, I don't have to justify yeah. that to anybody. Um, but asking for a game, I feel some level yes, of absolutely, um, you know, responsibility to give the game its due diligence, like. Mm-hmm. There, at the same time i'm not like i don't have to make uh-huh. content about a game if i play it and i don't like it or whatever blah blah, blah i don't have to do that mm-hmm. but i'm going to at least do something i'm going yeah. to mention on the podcast and if i don't make a video i'm going to tell you why mm-hmm. um i'm going to tweet about it or, or whatever right um yeah. but at the same and that time, doesn't always even mean like uh i mean or definitely it doesn't mean like just saying it's blatantly good like i remember mm-hmm. playing um, I got a review copy of Gleamlight last year and that I was like, you can buy it if you like this, that, and this, but right. otherwise probably don't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> like, is, I mean, like, and there's a lot of games like that too that yeah. I've gotten and I don't really like Nintendo freaking send me Travis Strikes again. And I was like, yeah. I don't like this game. <laughs> and they yeah. still send me more games after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, that for any company that is respectable, that's the expectation is like that you play it, you give it a fair yeah. shake. If you like it, you talk about that. If you don't, you talk about that in a fair mm-hmm. way. And that's yeah. fine too. Mm-hmm. And I, actually, that's a good point. Even that like, I like the gleam light thing or whatever, like talking about a game that you don't like, but saying what the redeeming qualities could be if you're somebody who likes that, you know, like, uh, which is always like, that is the sucky thing about review numbers as well is that, in the same way that a one's a five and a five's a one and all that. Um, you know, if I were, if, if you were to rate just a standard JRPG, you I would give wouldn't... it a much lower score than you. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's just things that you just don't, don't enjoy it. And I happen to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so like, even, you know, if that were the case, like I didn't know what I was getting into with this specific franchise. And then I started playing. I was like, Ooh, this really isn't my bag. I could still be like, I didn't really like it for this reason, that reason. Yeah. I wish they'd done this different. And but if you like this other that's thing, that's why the video that great. we make, and even when it's JRPGs or whatever, right? I could still review a JRPG game and still yeah. give you an idea of if it's yeah. good to you or not. Because yes. it's like, I don't like it because it's a JRPG, but <laughs> it's a it's a JRPG. So if you uh-huh. like those, man, <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's, it fulfills the promise that's mm-hmm. there. And that's what matters. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, everybody go play Brave the Default too. It's really good. <laughs> yep. 
And I added it to my, yeah, like you said, I tweeted out some games today that I got caught up on my games I've completed this year. And that was one that, man, like, that game was so good. See, that's the thing, you know. I was about to freaking, I was about to send, <laughs> I was about to send Parker a passive aggressive email, being like, "Yo, I sent you this review <laughs> game, and I didn't see a tweet." <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yep, man. So, I I don't know how we got to all of that, but that said, not Hector. Hopefully, it goes on sale for you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Q and A. This is the part of the show where we talk. Oh yeah, about it's what everyone no holds about. barred. <laughs> I don't know what no holds barred means, but I I say it because <laughs> no holds barred. That's what it yep. means. <laughs> um, Brandon Hart said, "I surprised myself during E three when I got excited for Mario Golf." Yo, you should make a video being like Mario Golf surprised me, and put make a face like. Uh, yep. Photoshop. <laughs> you know and like that said back into some inside baseball i i am always very curious like what are the things i mean a youtube's not being super friendly these days but like there are things that seem like they would elicit like stronger responses from people i guess but i truly don't it doesn't seem consistent <laughs> and i don't always know like sometimes it's like why that one though you know <laughs> yeah it's interesting it's yeah, usually the ones that don't feel like they would yeah like th- i think not all the time there's sometimes usually for me it's the thumbnail that has me like this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a banger that's the yeah. only time that i know a video is gonna do well is if the thumbnail is very good mm-hmm. um but the video itself there's a lot of times where i'm like i <laughs> I, I made this video is it was yeah. like a last minute idea or whatever it may or may not do good yeah. and then it does very good or it's a video it's like man i the the freaking half hour long videos and stuff like that yeah i i go into those knowing they're not going to do good because they're not going <laughs> to but like i made them because i cared about them yeah um and those are usually the ones that don't do well <laughs> yeah i mean and the thing too is like i mean definitely it's like thumbnail on title is what makes a video do well and the only exception being, I think the content of a video has to be so good that people are like, will want to just share it inherently because like people watch, I watch so many videos that I'm not going to share mm. 99% of videos that I watch. If I share a video, it's yeah, because I'm like, here's the, everybody video doesn't matter as much, uh, in the same way. Like yeah. if that is like the, the, the leading statement, it's like the thumbnail mm. and the title is very good. That for that yes. that doesn't matter for sharing that matters mm-hmm. for like traction on youtube right YouTube yeah it's like oh this thumbnail was algorithmically <laughs> like it's perfect <laughs> for that it was made by an algorithm clearly <laughs> um so let's share this around like i keep getting bob even i don't know if bob watched any of this um video but he he keeps getting the suggestion for this iCarly video and i too am getting the same suggestion oh, is it the, and I'm like, the jordan fringe one Probably. no <laughs> oh a different one okay that's never the mind. thing i can't because i'm subscribed to, on the finance Four channel we're subscribed to jordan french um but it's some random iCarly video uh-huh. um that's like i rewatched i binged i binged you know in uh, the like yeah, iphone yeah. type i binged iCarly like that's what the video is called i'm like why are you recommending me this video <laughs> and i saw bob got to say and it's because thumbnail's good yeah it was good a lot of people are watching it you know yep algorithms like you probably care about this video because a lot of people do yep yeah it's a crazy time so we just 
I do, man, that's, I do wish YouTube and algorithm and stuff was just a little bit less of a factor. Um, Yeah. Cause like, you know, I, especially the number of comments that like, you know, you guys will be watching videos and like a lot, oftentimes write a comment that's like, what this video only has this many views and stuff. And it's uh-huh. not like, you know, ultimately it's, it's tricky. Cause like on one hand, no, I don't care about views. Cause it's just fun to make videos. Like that mm-hmm. is true in and of itself. But also I do care about views because like they and affect when, whether or not yeah. we can do more things. Exactly. And stuff. Like <laughs> it, it does it plays into it, you know, for sure. As far as like for the channel purposes on an individual level, again, it's, it's just fun to talk about this stuff and just to make the videos, but you know, there's, there's a balancing act there too, where like, I'm not going to say like, no, I, you know, if, if every video only had one view, I would keep doing it. Um, probably not, you know, like Mm -hmm. just because it's like, I don't know, I guess I could just talk about it with a friend. (laughs) Exactly. Cause that's what that is. Um, But yeah, yeah, inside baseball stuff, YouTube stuff. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, continuing on, Adam B said, "Not interested in golf in the slightest. Got plenty of, <laughs> got plenty to play now in my backlog, and three new Switch games in July." I do feel you there. What are the July games? Uh, freaking Skyward Sword, Monster Hunter Stories, Two Wings of Ruin, and like, is that the end of July or is it? That's uh, July 9th, so it's pretty soon. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's right around the corner. And then I wonder what the other one is. I'm going to look at my Joy-Con. Nice. What else is coming out in July? Um, Nothing from specifically Nintendo. Uh, Release date. I'm looking up on the eShop thingy. Coming soon. Let's take a take a gander why don't i'm not gonna i don't really care uh ease nine i'm gonna say it's ease nine i don't really know but that's my guess based on the fact that i'm also guessing that the other ones are skyward sword and um oh i don't know it could be a bunch of these man there's a bunch of games coming out in july skyward sword um yeah uh the other one that i just said um monster hunter stories 2 but also ease nine and what else did I just see? Chris tails looks pretty cool. And samurai warriors five. I don't really care about that specifically, but cool. Uh, the great ace attorney chronicles, Neo, the world ends with you. And that's it. Okay. I mean, there's a bunch of other smaller ones, but that's what everybody wanted was me to just look at a list of games and say, some games. requested. Of all time. I was uh, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last comment was one we already read uh between mario golf and loving turtles a lot so um so that's it from youtube community now we've got some from twitter i'm going to check discord one last time real quick in case anybody left some there last minute but i don't think so nope so that's all right all right so question from twitter kraus asked yo do you have any yo. gaming pet peeves slash deal breakers things that are very annoying to you and make games hard to get into or unenjoyable to play some of mine are one long unskippable cutscenes, two slow clunky movement and three games taking forever to getting into actual fun gameplay all of those things uh a lot of rpg tropes uh where it's like oh tell i gotta tell you how to get the thing before you can get the thing even though getting the thing is the obvious thing to do (laughs) Um, i hate that yep um, I hate when 
grind is like used as the the, the challenge the or whatever not even necessarily oh, the challenge, gotcha. but like the it's poised as like the enjoyable thing uh-huh. um rather than the thing that you do as you grind being inherently <laughs> like um, battle being fun and yeah having cool exactly like i, I was yeah. I, um bob um was streaming yesterday and he was talking about pokemon clones and i was like yo but like i just want a pokemon game that's fun because <laughs> that, that's one thing that like mm-hmm. like the the whole of the experience ends up being some version of fun mm-hmm. but battling in and of itself the act of battling is not fun because mm-hmm. you're just going through menus and going through menus is not fun <laughs> but because the sum of its parts is like oh i pressed that thing on the menu and then the the, the cute little monster thing shot a thing at the other cute little monster thing then the bar uh-huh. went down and then it made a noise and dopamine it was great that <laughs> results in fun but it's not fun in mm-hmm. the same way that like a game that's like oh i i jumped and then the guy jumped and then that was you know like uh-huh, uh-huh. that's like a, a very different more like tactile sort of fun and, and i just want a pokemon game that's fun <laughs> um and that is another pet peeve of mine where it's like games that are designed like that where it's like their whole thing is like though some of its parts is fun <laughs> mm-hmm. but each individual thing you do is not fun that's strange which how would you respond to animal crossing in that regard then because i'd almost say that animal crossing I some element like, of that is is the same yeah like animal crossing i feel like it's easier to it, it's definitely not fun in the same way uh-huh, um, yeah. but animal crossing feels better to me because the fun extends outside of the game mm-hmm. like it's not just i don't expect the game to fulfill itself within itself mm-hmm. it's like yo i got this thing and it looks great look friends yo <laughs> you did get that thing and it does look great yeah. sick <laughs> you know like it wasn't fun getting mm-hmm. like building the youtube studio it was, it was like fun thinking of that and being like yo this is gonna look dope and blah blah yeah at the thing and it looked dope and then i shared it with my friends and my friends mm-hmm. were like yo it looks dope <laughs> that again it's fun um yeah. and i can start and stop that and i'm done and i dust off my hands and everything's good I mean, I guess um, to some degree, just the creativity in general, like right. Legos in, in and of itself. I mean, it is pretty fun putting a piece on another piece and stuff, but it can also get tedious. Right. But like the coming up with the like, oh, I'm going to build a castle or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's it's fun to use your brain just in right. general. So like, I guess that there the the main reason to me why the act of playing RPGs is like a bigger factor and like mm-hmm. like the fact that I'm pressing the thing on the thing and the thing happens and that <laughs> you know the reason why that's like actively like it's not fun and I hate that um is because it's math like mm-hmm. Animal Crossing mm-hmm. is like kind of the opposite of that where it's like the the you're moving stuff around and blah blah but my my island looks nothing like yours and the chances mm-hmm. that it will look like yours are very low yeah right um and that's the fun of it you know mm-hmm. it's like individuality right? it's a good thing it's great yeah i mean for me like i mean i do like rpgs and stuff, but the thing that does come with a lot of rpgs that is a pet peeve of mine is is the long unskippable cutscenes for sure or honestly it's not even unskippable like a lot of times you can skip the cutscenes in RPGs or whatever if you want to, but you probably shouldn't. <laughs> you know, like yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. do so give like, context. They're yeah, they're skippable in function. <laughs> yes, but, but not in like the grand picture. You know, yeah. like it's like the game is unplayable. 
if you mm-hmm. didn't see the cuts. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, that was definitely a thing in life. I, I enjoyed playing Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2, um, but they have some really long cutscenes at some parts or just like a lot of cutscenes, even if they're not super long in and of themselves. And so that's the thing that's always, um, yeah, that I'm just not as big of a fan of because like, I mean, I've said this before, but like, you know, I'd, I'd be playing and then um, I'd finish a gameplay session and a cut or like, you know, I'd, I'd be playing and then it's like, oh, cutscene starting. I'm like, actually, I'd better go to bed now anyway. <laughs> I'd turn it off and then I turn it back on the next time and I'd be like, oh, yeah, it, we're at the cutscene. Yeah. And then I'm like, I guess if we're going to do this cutscene and then I play for 10 minutes and then I got to do something else. Yeah. And that was the cutscene. That was the whole gameplay session was just My a cutscene. Like... Looking at it, cutscene. Um, <sighs> and kind of on the same like line of thought as what I was saying before, it's like, and what you just said, like a game's design not showing me how to play the game Mm -hmm. is a huge pet peeve of mine it's like Mm -hmm. this whole medium is designed in a way that you should be able to teach me how to play your game by Mm -hmm. playing your game yeah like the fact that i have to read as much as i do in an rpg to even have a baseline understanding of the rpg and it's Mm -hmm. like it's like a thing that is like a point of criticism from the fans like mm-hmm. people give bob crap which eh, whatever um people give bob crap because he doesn't like reading either mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like yo i don't yeah, i'm not I'm... playing this game to read yeah <laughs> so like Agreed. whenever he skips the cutscene, and then they're like they're like yo you don't know because you didn't read the cutscene." it's like yeah but that's not a bob problem that's the game designer's <laughs> problem you should be mad at them like uh-huh. the fact that i need to watch this cutscene to understand the video game on a gameplay level i get like I don't know mm-hmm. who this character is. It's like, yeah, because you didn't listen to them introduce yeah. themselves. That that's one thing. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know where to go. You don't know where to go because they didn't you didn't listen to their diatribe about where to go. <laughs> like, it's uh, yeah, like it's it's interesting because with these RPGs, especially, there's such these like grand big stories and stuff where like there's time dilation happening. Like thinking of Bravely Default, um, it's it goes between night and day and like. 45 seconds yeah. and then switches back and then switches back and switches back um so it's days are passing you know in this in no time at all and then you zoom in to conversations that are so long-winded <laughs> like that like i mean sure i have long-winded conversations but i'm part of them so like mm-hmm. i don't really care too much um but the conversations are trying to be more than i want them to be it's not just they're not just pushing a story they're also trying to like some, okay, it's some of it just is filler, you know, like some of it's not building up a character, some of it's not um, pushing the story forward. It's just like, like, it's the video game equivalent stuff. of small talk. It's yes. like we're it, in the same area. It would be weird with the type of people or like the relationship that these two theoretical people have uh-huh. um, to not say anything. Mm-hmm. So we need to say something to not make it awkward, <laughs> but it's like, I don't need that in a video game. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I would almost prefer, cause they talk like too long about a specific, the topic at hand, whatever that ends up being, you know, um, they just will go on and on about it again. I'm sure this sounds ironic to anybody Getting because chaos, like, dude. yeah, <laughs> but there's like, alternatively, they could very easily talk about other things and that would be more interesting, like bring in, you know, almost like a family guy situation where it's like, Oh, it's better than a time I did this thing, you know, whatever. And then like <laughs> yeah. the other thing happened, like you don't actually see it, but like, 
you know, the concept of cutaway kind of things where it just feels like you're building out a picture of what that person is instead of just like who they are in relationship to this mountain range or whatever they're talking about at the time that they're, you know. So yeah, that's definitely been my biggest pet peeve is, is my pet peeves are RPGs and in, in some <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and then there's plenty of other things. It's like it's not pet peeves. I just don't like it, which is like shooters, you know, like uh, cool, you know, but I'm not gonna play it. And I can't even say I can't call shooters my pet peeve because like mm-hmm. the reason why I don't like pet peeves is because I can't see. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like that is an annoying thing for me where it's like I would be I feel like because of like what I am good at in games, mm-hmm. like I have pretty good reaction time. I like am good at adapting to situations. Mm-hmm. Oh, you hit me, I went this way, I can yeah. do this, blah blah blah. Like I would be good at shooters. If it wasn't so dependent on you saw me before I saw you, so I died. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like, right. But yep. that's the fault of my retina, not the video <laughs> game. So I can't really put that in the in the pet peeve category. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But a pet peeve of mine is when um, people listen to the whole podcast, but don't just feel so happy about our appreciation of them knowing that we appreciate them listening to the whole podcast. You know what I mean? That's, that's such a pet peeve of mine. So everybody make sure to know that you are loved. And um, also that Nintendo specifically, Mr. Nintendo loves you. And it's, it's Nintendo himself that yeah, um, Nintendo, the man. <laughs> uh, no, man, but yeah, everybody thanks so much for listening and um, have a good old day, you know. Do the like, podcast all the things. Stuff. All like, the comment, subscribe. Yep. If you're on podcast services, leave a rating or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, tell your friends. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. I'm Peace. freaking trying to end the thing, but it's weird. <laughs> it's weird now because get I ready for a robot screens. lady to tell just us. Recording has ended. <laughs> There's my mouse. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>